Salah pulling away, he's not picked up. Oh, Zayn, it's an own goal. It's a crazy moment, but a wonderful moment for Liverpool. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. Well, flipping hell, that was a uh, that was a close that was a close close finish after having two weeks of no international uh, of no Premier League football because of the international break. Uh, we finally got Premier League football back. Uh, Liverpool were playing Tottenham. And uh, it was a uh, crazy finish to the game. Uh, it feels like if we're going to win this league, it's definitely not going to be in the easiest way. And um, yeah, after the game, it kind of had that that kind of feeling of one of relief, but two of kind of guys, let's energize and get really passionate behind this team now uh, and kind of back back them behind uh, the remaining six games of the season to see if we can win this league. And and, and to mirror that, um, this episode will be, it's there's, there's no script. I've made no notes. This is, I'm recording this as soon as the game is finished. So this episode is purely passion, purely everything that's in my brain from just watch, having just watched the game. So apologies, one, if it's scratchy, but but two, I, I feel like I just, you know, want to get this, this episode out, get my feelings out about the game how happy I am how relieved I am um but also to kind of discuss about what you know what are some of the things I saw throughout that game that we need to address moving forwards um both for the remaining six games of this season but also next season uh and also kind of just um getting behind this train now and 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 even when games are tight and you know I know it's easy to say because we won this game but even when things are tight and things aren't going so well we have to keep the faith we have to keep uh, believing that this will be our season, uh, City will slip up and we will uh, get our hands on the Premier League title. So um, the game started out kind of um, very one-sided in terms of, uh, from a Liverpool perspective, in terms of we dominated the ball. The wing backs were getting a lot of, uh, sorry, our uh, full backs were getting a lot of um, width because of the, the kind of system and formation um, Tottenham were playing. And that was very much called out by the commentators uh on Sky Sports, you know, about how uh, Trippier and Rose were coming very narrow, which left a load of space for Robertson and Alexander-Arnold. And uh, Tottenham really paid the price for that in the first half when Alexander-Arnold got free on the left-hand side, curled a great ball into the box, uh, Firmino running onto it in between the centre-backs and uh, nodding in uh, past Lloris. It was a great header and, um, uh, you know, it was nothing less than we deserved based on the way we were playing. We were keeping the ball well, um, kind of not necessarily making too many chances, but still causing problems for Tottenham. Um, kind of cruised through the rest of the rest of the first half. Uh, second half was slightly different. So Tottenham had, towards the end of the first half, but more more uh, prominently in the second half, changed up their system to better deal with our fullbacks and just to better deal with our midfield. And um, it definitely worked from their perspective. They were a lot better both on the ball um, and in terms of winning the ball back from us when, 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 uh, when they lost it. And uh, we didn't really react to that at all. Um, this has been a criticism that I've made of this Liverpool team in a couple of episodes where we have a game plan against the way the team sets up but as soon as that the other team adapt or change or whatever we it takes us uh, a lot longer to adapt and kind of go well what's happening now um I don't know whether that's they whether that's because they only kind of really work on one formation in training and try and perfect that one or or something else I don't know but um this isn't the first time where we've kind of failed to adapt um, against an opposition when they've changed their approach against us because something's not working. But and we were ultimately we ultimately paid the price for that in the second half when it was a great um, kind of free kick 
uh, from Harry Kane, pinged out to the right-hand side. Uh, Trippier played the ball in, and it kind of dribbled its way across the box, for, and Lucas Moura smashed in at the far post. Um, it was a kind of a similar thing to a uh, the kind of the Fulham game where they, they were threatening, but they weren't you know they weren't peppering shots at Allison's goal, or they weren't looking really threatening. But we almost kind of gave them not as obviously blatantly as the Fulham game um, through the Van Dijk and Allison mistake, but we, we almost gave them that goal in terms of we kind of just switched off and um, they managed to get a leg up on us and uh, get that equaliser back into the game. Um, and then there was some kind of nervy play. We kind of as soon as it as soon as it went one all, we kind of the light switch flicked in some players' heads and we started playing a little bit more on the front foot. Uh, Fabinho came on, which was huge. Um, he was he played very much on the front foot. Uh, both trying to win the ball back and then when we did have the ball always looking to play a ball in behind or into one of the attackers feet and I that I think really helped us in those last 15 minutes and that's something that I want to talk about a little later in this episode but also something that I think we should um, uh, continue to do in the remaining six games but um, the the final goal the goal to make it 2-1 was scored when uh, a corner came in from Alexander Arnold was cleared by Harry Kane uh, was then put back in by Alexander Arnold and at the far post um, Salah kind of headed it down. He was trying to head it across the goal. Uh, Lloris, like I, I'm not really sure what Lloris was trying to do. He he kind of went to try to catch the ball, but kind of it missed his hands. And then Alderweireld kind of bounced off him, and then he just couldn't get his feet sorted to kind of clear the ball, and it kind of just trickled over the line. Um, now Salah Salah set off like like he'd scored the goal. Um, I think it's definitely gonna. It's already gone down. I think as an own goal. Um, but maybe that's the goal that Salah's or the um, contribution to a goal that Salah's been looking for for the last six, seven weeks whilst he's been kind of searching for this goal-scoring touch. And if if, if if that moment provides him the confidence, then um, that will be incredibly helpful to, to Liverpool's run in both in the Premier League and the Champions League. Um, so there's only really kind of a couple of points I really want to talk about um, uh, in this one. One was I just, I just mentioned there about Fabinho. Um, you know, Jordan Henderson is our captain and this isn't a Jordan Henderson rant podcast or anything like that but what Fabinho gave us when he came on was an ability to win the ball back quickly look up and get a ball or attempt to get a ball into into the front three whether it be beyond the defense or into their feet now that made a really big difference to the way we played because um how we often play when we have when we have John Henderson James Milner in there is that um we would take kind of the safe pass in in that option in in that scenario sorry so um, Jordan Henderson received the ball and maybe you kind of turn away from a defender and play back to Van Dijk, Matip or, or one of the other or one of the other midfielders. Whereas Fabinho is slightly different in terms of when he wins the ball back, he's kind of thinking, oh, okay, how can I get Mane, Firmino, Salah, who else in? Um, and that I think is really, uh, really valuable for us. And I think a, a good example of that, I think back to the Man United game um, when we played them at home when we won, when he played that gorgeous ball over the top to Mane and he was playing that same central midfield role and he, he had the um, his kind of natural plays to always look for look for the strikers and so he played a great ball over um, and that's kind of what I saw him add to the team when he came on and moving forward particularly against um, we still have quite a few opposition um, who are in the bottom half of the table who either are fighting for their lives or are maybe comfortable and may kind of just sit back against us and, and try not to get beat. And I think in those games, Fabinho is much more important to our team than Jordan Henderson. Um, having the ability to get a ball over the top or, or kind of just get the ball to the strikers quicker is even more important in a game like in a game where a team will sit back against us. Um, so that's kind of one point. The, the other point I want to make, and 
our fullbacks have been, um, you know, they've been the best fullbacks in the league by far. I think both our left, both our left back and right back are the best uh, fullbacks in the league, um, and they're both relatively still young. Um, but just week in week out, they're showing their quality and contribution to this team. So Andy Robertson, obviously, with the assist in the first in the uh, for the first goal and then Alexander Arnold's contribution uh, to the second goal uh, in terms of his cross into the box and I don't think there's any there's no there's no other fullbacks in the league right now or even you know even in, in some of the top leagues in the world who are having as much of an impact on their team as uh, Alexander Arnold and Robertson are having uh, they're such a kind of key part and a, um, a, a sort of crucial cog in the Liverpool attacking wheel that um you know they have become indispensable for us, and um, yeah, they they've just showed why why they are so important and the, the quality that they've been both putting into the box, um, but actually more importantly in this game they both made really really good kind of defensive challenges and um, uh, you know defensive blocks and just being in the right right position defensively, which is equally as important as a fullback. Um, you know that side of, that side of the game often uh, kind of gets a bit forgotten. You kind of um, attribute a lot of the clean sheets to the keeper and the centre-backs, but you've got to realise that the, the full-backs also play a key role, particularly with with crosses, you know, where, where teams favour balls to the far post um, because they think, they, you know, the full-backs are, are a weaker um, kind of target to, for, for a striker to beat. Um, so, you know, I think they've done absolutely fantastically uh, for us. And um, obviously, hopefully, there's no injuries, touch wood, um, to them over the remaining six games and the Champions League left, um, but uh, but yeah, so they were they were huge, um, and kind of that that's kind of really it for 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 this game. I think it was um, a game in which quite quite similar to the Fulham game where we uh, we dominated the ball, but we let the opposition back in, and I think we will be caught out at some point. You know, we might might not be able to to get that second goal against a team if we continue to do this. So um, the shout out to Klopp, um, as I do at the end of every episode, is is kind of just around making the team um, switch on a bit more and and just trying to find a way to get them uh, playing with a little bit more confidence, so that we can ride through these um, situations where maybe things aren't going so well uh, with confidence rather than just with a will to, to want to score. Um, and we can we can actually beat a team based on playing well, not just, um, you know, a bit of desperation. So, um, but, you know, sometimes you need that desperation. Sometimes you need that um, kind of just lump the ball into the box approach. And I completely agree with that. But uh, what I would like Klopp to do and I guess work with the team on is um, trying to get us playing in a confident way, getting the players in a good mental state, because um, I think that's probably going to be the most important bit over the next six games. Um, I think you know we've got we can score goals against the teams we have left. The, obviously, the only the only difficult team we have left is Chelsea, and that's at home. And they're not doing; they've been a bit inconsistent right now, anyway. Um, but uh, but yeah, just that mentality and the mental side of the game for the next six games, I think, will be as if not more more important than the play, the goals, or anything. So. Um, so yeah, that's the shout out to Klopp for this week. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, wanted to do it kind of straight after the game, you know, kind of get my emotions out. And um, it was a fantastic game. You could probably hear the relief in my voice. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will catch you again uh, next week. Uh, we've still got Premier League football for a review of this Southampton game. So I'll see you guys then.